The National Desk, Conversations, America's News Now. I'm Jan Jeffcoat, and welcome to Episode 62 of the National Desk Conversations. Every weekday, we invite newsmakers onto our morning television broadcast to discuss topics everybody's talking about. On today's podcast, we revisit our conversation with former National Security Advisor John Bolton. The Justice Department charged an Iranian national after he tried to arrange the assassination of two former administration officials. Former National Security Advisor John Bolton and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo both were notified they were a target of the murder plot in retaliation for killing senior Iranian official Qasem Soleimani back in January of 2020. Joining me now, Ambassador John Bolton. Ambassador, welcome back to the National Desk. Good to see you. Glad to be with you. So you've been in high-level national security and diplomatic positions for many years. You've served directly under three presidents, most recently as President Trump's national security advisor. When did you hear about this plot, and were you briefed on how close this was to actually happening? Well, I first heard about it from the FBI in uh, early 2020, uh, pursuant to what the FBI calls its duty to warn program when an American citizen uh, is threatened uh, from foreign sources. Uh, and they continued to brief me over the course of uh, 2020, 2021, as the warning became more acute until we got to the uh, point uh, in, in late uh, 2021 when uh, I said, if, if the uh, circumstances are this uh, serious, perhaps it's time to ask uh, whether it would be appropriate for the Secret Service to come in, which is, which is what the FBI then did. And 45-year-old Shamran Porsafi, who is also a member of Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard, does remain at large, presumably, in Iran this morning. I was looking at some court documents this morning detailing that this guy knew, he knew where you were, uh, he knew when you were at these places, which would have not been known through public sources. He knew your schedule. He even suggested to the informant that the hit should be made in a parking garage. Had you had any warnings about this specifically, and are you in hiding right now? No, I'm I'm not in hiding. I'm in my office uh, in the same building uh, that the parking lot is in. Uh, you know, this is, uh, uh, I think, a circumstance that is uh, one of the important aspects of unsealing the documents that uh, the court and the Justice Department did yesterday so that people can see uh, in considerable detail uh, the extent to which the government in Tehran was prepared to go uh, to carry out this assassination attempt. Uh, this this is not really about me uh, because there are many people uh, who have been subject to this uh, kind of threat not not just people who have served in senior government positions but uh, but typical american citizens who express uh, points of view that the government of iran doesn't like so it tells you a lot about the nature of the government in tehran and uh, i think should inform uh, our understanding of the administration's efforts to go back into the 2015 Iran nuclear deal. There is zero chance, in my view, that the government will uh, meet any obligations it undertakes. Given that it's trying to kill Americans on American soil, it's time to halt these negotiations and face up to reality. So how should the U.S. respond to this threat? What would you like to see? Well, I think it's very important, uh, not just that we respond to actual attacks by Iran, but that we make it clear that uh, we're prepared to continue to take steps to prevent them from happening. I would not lessen any sanctions on Iran, whatever related to the nuclear program uh, or to their prior acts of terrorism. Uh, and I'd stiffen the enforcement of what we already have. Remember, this is nothing new for this government. 
virtually the first thing the Islamic Revolution did in 1979 when it overthrew the Shah of Iran was seize the American embassy in Tehran and hold our diplomats hostage. They followed that up with an attack uh, through a Lebanese group on the Marine barracks in Lebanon in 1983. They have killed Americans in uh, Iraq, civilian and military, through attacks by Shia militia groups and uh, rocket and drone attacks. Uh, they, they've killed a lot of Americans over the past 40 years, and uh, now they're now they're trying to do it on American soil. It's unacceptable, and it's not just a question of sending a strong message. Uh, I think we've got to take stronger steps, and that includes ditching this forlorn uh, nuclear agreement and, and uh, moving on to something more effective. Yeah, and you resigned from the Trump administration in 2019, so you weren't even involved in the 2020 strike on Soleimani. How would you advise the administration, and why do you think they're after you? Well, the strike, I'll just say this, the strike on Soleimani didn't happen, didn't get put together the day before it happened. Uh, but leaving that aside, uh, I, I think that uh, uh, what this document that was unsealed yesterday demonstrates is the uh, extent to which Iran has acted already uh, in my case, but, but I feel certain in other cases as well. Uh, so again, it's not enough to warn Iran when actions that threaten Americans are already underway. I don't think we should be waiting for one of the targets of the Iranian government actually to be killed before we respond. You said that getting back into this 2015 nuclear deal encourages these kinds of terrorist activities. How so? Well, I think it shows real weakness on the part of the United States. It was a bad deal when it was signed in 2015. It hasn't gotten any better with age. The Biden administration has spent the last year and a half making more concessions uh, to Iran. Uh, the Iranians have seen their terrorist efforts uh, in the Middle East, not just against Americans, but against the Saudis, the Emiratis, and others, allies of the United States, their determination to eliminate Israel entirely. Uh, all of which have not met an effective American response, by which I mean a response that stops Iran from doing these things. So you put all that together and what they see is American weakness. Uh, and what's the most profound insight here is one that uh, Donald Rumsfeld once said, it's not American strength that's provocative, it's American weakness that's provocative. And that's what the Iranians see. I want to ask you very quickly too, what's happening right now with China. How would you advise the administration at this point? Well, I think uh, they were wrong to signal uncertainty about House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. This is another sign of weakness that they were afraid of what would happen. Uh, really, the, the Taiwanese situation is, 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 again, only part of the broader threat that China represents along its entire Indo-Pacific periphery uh, and ultimately to the United States. So how we handle Taiwan, whether we stand with this ally of ours against this Chinese belligerence, uh, will have obviously a profound impact on Taiwan, but it will have an impact across the Indo-Pacific and really around the world, uh, whether you can count on the United States when times get tough. And you've said over and over that you think this administration, the current administration, is, is seen as very weak in the eyes of the world. At this point, what do you think Biden should do? What should he do in regards to Russia? What should he do in regards to Iran? How should he be responding to all these different countries and the weakness that you say we are showing right now to the rest of the world? Well, I think uh, whether it's China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, you've, you've got to make it clear to them that we do not accept their conduct. There's nothing here to negotiate. But we've made a lot of mistakes already. In the case of Ukraine, we obviously failed to deter the Russian invasion. Uh, we failed to deter 
China from acting with uh, hostility toward Taiwan. We failed to uh, deter actions that the government of Iran has taken. So look, it requires support from the American people for a more robust, a harder line foreign policy. But I think our ultimate safety and security depends on that. This should be part of the political debate. Uh, people say it's only the economy that matters or it's this uh, abortion issue or uh, whatever. Uh, really, it's time for uh, candidates for the House and the Senate to debate more national security because that really is without without a strong American posture in the world our way of life here at home is threatened. All right, Ambassador John Bolton, we appreciate you joining us this morning here on the National Desk. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. That's episode 62 of the National Desk Conversations. Join me each weekday morning from 6 to 11 Eastern for the National Desk, America's News Now. Check your local listings or you can stream it on our website, thenationaldesk.com. Our podcast comes out twice a week with fresh newsmaker interviews. The conversation continues. Until next time, from the National Desk, I'm Jan Jeffcoat.